0: You're listening to the Centre Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Right, this morning I'm going to bring you in a place. All right, I'm going. We we are going in a place together this morning, to the Potter's house. Yeah, that is where we are going this morning, and. Uh, During this week, we have been praying all around the city. We had a prayer box and uh, we have been praying as well for the church. And as we, as I was praying this, uh, during this week of what God wanted to speak to his church this morning, I just had this image and uh, I didn't share because I I wanted to keep it until this morning. But I believe God showed me an image and by pray, when I was praying for the church, and the, the image that I show, I, I, I saw it was it was this this piece of clay, and the two ends working on it, and the and the these chewens were were working in this piece of clay, and the, it was uh, uh, to make it a, a beautiful vessel, a beautiful pot, as the one that we saw. And uh, so this morning we we are reading in Jeremiah 18 from verse 1 6. Uh, you couldn't see the words there uh, in the beginning, but I'm going to read it again. Jeremiah 18, and I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 6. The word of God says, this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message So I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working on the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed into another pot, shaping it as he seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, Declare the Lord, like a clay in the end of the potter, so are you in my end." Israel, Amen, Amen. And we can see, if we can see, uh, uh, we go and see the context of this uh, of this uh, message of this prophecy that uh, uh, God will uh, give to Jeremiah. We can see that uh, uh, it was directed to Israel, and in that time, Israel it was uh, really uh, far from God. It was uh, they 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 started to uh, to worship other gods and. and uh, they started to do their own thing, and uh, they they were uh, oppressing the the poor and the widows. They were doing everything that they could uh, that was against God. And uh, and uh, uh, it may be that these uh, words, uh, as uh, as uh, it was for uh, for Israel, maybe doesn't rely exactly to us in in what is going on. But but I believe God has a plan for this church. I believe God has a plan for our life and for each one of you. He has a plan, and uh, we can see uh, if we see the beautiful images and the video, the what, what, what was going on. You can see how how uh, the word says that the, uh, this spot, uh, the piece of clay. And he tried to make something, but then suddenly this, uh, this piece of clay got marred. Another word for marred is, uh, is ruined. It got uh, spoiled, it got uh, some defects. So he was not happy how this, piece, this pot uh, was. So he, 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 he put it again all together and he put it again in the wheel. And we see the pot that started to work again on this, on this pot and uh, and the, and it's amazing because you can see that there is a different process of how you do that, and you see that the one of the first thing that you will need to do is to take some water. Have you never been in a potter's house or something like this? Has anyone been in one place like this? Oh, great! Great, I never been, so. <laughs> but you know, but it's great. So you ever been in in a place like this? So you saw as well with your eyes. How, how you, you work on it. And, uh, but the thing is, the first thing the, the potter will do is he will wet uh, his hands as we saw before and then he will start to work on it because uh, through that water he will help the potter to shape that uh, vessel in that pot as he wanted to be. And uh, we know that the, the symbol of the water in the Bible, we can see that is the Holy Spirit. And uh, I believe that it's through the Holy Spirit that God works in his church and he works in our life to shape us, to shape us in the way that he wants us to be. And you see, sometimes it's not easy because uh, we saw that the pot, uh, he was also removing sometimes some piece of clay that uh, uh, they were not needed, they were extra, they were... Uh, um, it, w- it was not... Uh, uh, part of what uh, this potter wanted to do in this vessel. So you, you know, we could see some images how, how he was removing some of it and then you could see that there was some little piece of gray in a part. But all this process uh, of cleaning and, and cutting and shaping and designing, he helped to finally, like we saw in the end, this beautiful vase. This beautiful vessel that he created. And it was looking beautiful, isn't it? It was looking beautiful. And, and I believe that why God wants to shape you and me and us like clay in the hand of the potter. And I believe that there is three main reasons this morning. That I believe God is he wants to do this in our life. He's doing this in our life. And the first thing is because he loves you. He loves us. He loves me, and uh, we can see that the potter. Why the potter? Uh, we go and take this piece of clay. Does he have nothing to do? Does he have nothing to do? He couldn't do many other things, isn't it? But why he takes this piece of clay and he starts to work on it? Because I believe that this potter uh, he loves his job. <laughs> he loves working with his hands. He loves. Uh, 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 creating beautiful vessels, he loves his job, and, uh, and uh, in fact, uh, you know, the first thing is this, because he loves us, he says to us this morning the same words, that as a clay is the in the end of the pot, uh, so are you in my hands. And we can see that, you know, we, we have been studying the book of Proverbs uh, in the last few months, we finish it, but we can see the one thing that we can find in the Book of Proverbs, uh, verse chapter three, verse eleven and twelve. He says, "My son, don't despise the Lord's discipline, and don't resent his rebuke or correction." And other translations say, "Because the Lord disciplines those He loves, and as Father." As a father, the son he delights in. And we can see the same words in Hebrew in chapter 12. There is all a chapter speaking about the discipline of God. And we can see that again, the same words in the Hebrew. The writer says, because the Lord disciplines, because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he casts everyone he accepts as his son. And later on in verse 10, he says, they, they, they discipline us for a little while, speaking about our earthly father, our natural fathers. And he says they discipline us for a little while as they thought best. But God discipline us for our goods in order that we may share in His holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produced nervous righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And we can see that why God is, 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 is disciplined. And maybe it's a word that maybe, maybe sometimes we don't like. Because who likes to be disciplined? You know, we want to do our own thing. Who likes to be disciplined? And but you can see that whoever is parents here and you know, or or, or you 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 have a, a a position where you you are working on children or young people, you know, you can see that uh, when you have a child, and uh, I'm going to have one soon, by the way, so I will learn that, you know, I will learn that to be a father. Please pray for me. Because, you know, pray for me. But the thing is, if you look at, like, when you teach a child, of course, if you, if you don't do nothing, and you let your child, you know, do whatever they want to do, then they will grow up without discipline. And then they grow up, and more they grow up, more they will do their own thing, and then the parents will struggle, and it would be no, it would be no easy, and it would be tough, and, and, and and the father discipline his son or his daughter because they want us, they want them to grow to be one day a, a good man, a good woman, isn't it? Like uh, and the same God is doing with us. The same God wants to do for His church, and for each one of us. And the way, and the reason why He disciplines us is because He loves us. He will never discipline you because he has something against you. But He disciplines you. He disciplines me. He corrects me. Corrects us because He loves us, and He wants us to, you know, be more and more like Him, you know. And we can see that God will work on us in different things in our life, you know. And uh, in in another another um, verse, He says that we are God's masterpiece. And we can see how, you know, like uh, I, put, I maybe need a volunteer this morning. We can be a volunteer. Maybe Timothy, come come forward. I got I got some instruments here. All right. If you just stand here for me, look at that. All right. I'm not going to air to this <laughs> morning. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Okay. You look Timothy. All right. Got a beautiful name, and you look look a very nice looking man, isn't it? That, very tall and smiling and uh, you know, but but the thing is, you see, oh, it's, uh, maybe God needs to work on it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I can, I can do it this morning. But you see, you look at Timothy, and uh, like I said, he looks a nice-looking man, and smiling and tall and everything. And and you see him like this, but for him to be as he is today, there was someone behind there working on it. You know? And there was God that he created him as he is, he is today, and he created him as today. But you see, God will look at him, and he will say, maybe for us from outside, we can say, oh, he looks he looks pretty good, he looks fine. But God, through this Holy Spirit, He will look at Timothy and will say, okay, Timothy, look nice, but you are still in work in progress. You are still in work in progress. And He will start to look at Timothy and by His Holy Spirit, He will, He will, look, He will look His life and maybe He will look and He will say, um, and, you know, Timothy, there is things that still I need to work on you. You know? There's things that need to work on you, and uh, then you look and uh, maybe maybe see something there, uh, and you uh, start to work on it. You start to work on it, but you see if if okay, I'm I'm doing it like this, but if I do it like this, probably it would get it would be painful. And this is what we were speaking before. That sometimes it's not it's not easy. Sometimes it's painful when God is doing something in our life because maybe He looked at us and maybe and maybe He will say, "Okay, uh, uh, we need. I think we need to work more in your character. I think maybe we. Okay, Timothy. Uh, I think we need to. Maybe there is something. Uh, maybe it may not relate to you. All right, whatever. everything. I say. But maybe there is a there is a, a scene there hidden somewhere that you still do it sometime when uh, you feel it. so I are, are you ready for me to chisel away? Yeah, do you want me to chisel away? So all right? And he will carry on working on him, and that is a work in progress until Timothy he will look at the masterpiece, the, the vessel, the pot that God wants him to be. And the in the, and God wants us to be more and more like Jesus. So this is the ultimate goal. God wants us each one of us to look more like Jesus. So this is why he will keep working on Timothy. He will keep working on me. He will keep working in each one of us until we are like Jesus. Until we are like the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Thank you, Timothy. Let's say... It. Sometimes it's not, it's not easy, all right? And it's painful. But I want to tell you something. God is doing this in your life and in my life because he loves us. He loves us so much that he doesn't want us to grow in a, in a, in a way that we would not trust in him. Because you see, it's easy when, when everything in our life go perfect, it's easy like, like to live. But, but I tell you something, when everything goes perfect in our life, we tend to forget God. We tend to forget about Him. We tend to, to get in you know, other stuff in our life. But it's true that difficult times is true when God is chiseling our life and He's working in us, Where actually we will realize, I cannot do by my own. I cannot do by my own. I need God in my life. And that is where we will meet more and more God in our life. You know, I can tell you for myself that that I experienced God in a tremendous way. And anything that he has done very deeply in me has been mainly in difficult times. I've been mainly when I felt almost to give up. Has I been mean, mainly when I felt maybe that everything was going against me. In that moment, I didn't realize that He was there working on me. Until I can be how He wants us to, to be. So He loves you this morning. Say to someone close to you, He loves you. He loves you. Hallelujah. But you see another reason why why God uh, He He, he, he works in us as a, as a glade in His hand is as well to to because He wants to prepare us. He wants to prepare you. He wants to prepare me for what is next. You know, and I believe that as a church, and I believe that there is many people here as well, that God is preparing us as a church, and God is preparing you for what is coming next. But if you don't go through the chiseling process, if you don't go through God working on you as a, as a, as a clay in his hand, you know, then you, you cannot be prepared. And the the potter loves his job, so he starts to work on it. And the reason again is because he wants to prepare it to be a pot, to be a beautiful vessel. And we have different examples in the Bible that we can just quickly mention, like Joseph, the son of Jacob. He was just 17 when he was sold as a slave in Egypt. He was just a boy of 17. But we see that that God uh, took Joseph through a process that that perhaps many times we cannot understand what is going on in our life. We cannot understand why it's happening. And probably Joseph was not understanding everything that was happening, but he was keeping faithful. He never left God and God never left him. And we can see all the process, uh, all the work that God was doing in the life of Joseph. And we see that when he was about 30 years old, Joseph became the second in command in Egypt, and through him, all his family, all his brother, they were saved because you know he had that prophecy that he was going to come seven years of of famine. So so he, the family survived because they found grain in Egypt, and if, if it was not for Joseph. They were not surviving. So there was all a plan. The Bible says that all things work together for those who love him. God, had an amazing plan for Joseph. But you see, he didn't come in one step. He didn't come in a year. He didn't come in that he was a 17-year-old boy. And the year after he was the second in command in Egypt. He needed to go through some tough things. Some tough things. And we can see other examples like Pastor Tyler was mentioning last Sunday about Israel. We can see again Israel. They were, they came out of Egypt and they were supposed to have, to have a journey of just 11 days. Just 11 days. But their journey took 40 years. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's crazy. 11 days. It became 40 years. And that it was because God saw something in the heart of the people of Israel in their life. And he needed to work on them. He needed to work on them. Because he wanted them to, to come in a place where they were believing in him. They were relying on him. They were like surrendering completely to him. And he became 40 years. For Joseph was 30 years of preparation. And for Israel, it was 40 years of preparation before they got to the promised land. And the last one is the disciples of Jesus. Jesus found them. They were like rough stones, I would say. They were rough stones. And he took them as his disciples. And for three years and a half, he start to work on them. About three years and a half, he started to work on them. He start to discipline them. He start to correct them. He start to teach them. And then after three years and a half, when Jesus was taken away and the Holy Spirit came upon them, they were ready to start the greatest movement in the, that is known in all the world. They went around the world and started to preach the gospel, the same gospel that today we are believing. Amen. Hallelujah. So God is preparing you. If you are going through a tough moment, or whatever you feel like inside, maybe you feel that there is something going on, and I feel the same. There is something that God is doing in my life. And maybe you feel quiet. (sighs) Why this is happening? Why this is going in this way? Why I feel in this way? God is working on you. God is working in us, in this church. God is working us because he is preparing us for what is ahead. And if we are not prepared, we will not be ready for what is coming ahead. But God doesn't want us to get there and then suddenly comes what he comes and we are not ready for it. God wants you to be ready for what the Lord is preparing for your life for what is is, is preparing in, in you and the the other reason that God is working in us as a grain his is as well because he want to use us he want to use you the bible says for we are God's envy work God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do Say it with me masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. God masterpiece. Okay? You are God's masterpiece. It's one of you. God is working on you. All beautiful. Masterpiece. But you see why God why we are God's masterpiece? Because we are created in Christ Jesus. To do what? To do good works which God has prepared in advance for us, and we can see in Timothy as well. He says that um, Timothy says um, Paul actually. He says in a large house there is a there is a um, there are articles, there is different vessels, not only of gold and silver but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some are for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made only useful to the master and prepared to do any good work. I tell you something this morning. There is different, different articles, different vessels, alright? But God Want you to be a vessel for special purpose. He wants you to be a, a, a vessel for special purpose. Okay? The word of God says that those who clean themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purpose. So everyone can be for special purpose. Everyone. But you see, it needs, it requires, it requires something. That we need to allow God to do in our life, and He look, He look to us, and He sees. You see, like we may look perfect from outside. You may look at me and may think like, "Oh, is a uh, whatever." <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> but you see, God is, is. There is some things that God is doing in my life that that probably. Just, just uh, me and God knows. Maybe my wife knows some of the things, but there is even things that, but just, just God knows things that He's doing in me. But it requires something. You see, God is, uh, he, he, you know, He takes you in His hands. You are in His hands. He takes you in His hands, and He want to work on you. And if we look a, a, a stone, it takes you in his hands, and he want to start to chisel and work on you to be a beautiful masterpiece. But the thing is, you need to allow to do that. You need to allow God to do that, because because you know if we don't want God to to chisel away things that are stopping us, then The Lord would be there and say, I wanna, I wanna change, I wanna change something in your life. I wanna work in your character. I wanna work in your faith. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes when something doesn't go the way that you want, you tend to, to get far from God. You tend to forget about God. And I believe uh, God wants to speak in different ways this morning to different people. And perhaps you are a, you are like a vessel, you know, sitting there. And I believe I believe that there is someone here this morning, and you are like a vessel, and you are sitting there. And you say, oh, "It's not for me." I tell you, God wants to use you. And God didn't create you to just uh, sit in a chair of a church. God created you for a special purpose, and He work. He want to work in our life. He want to use you. And He says, again, this, the words He says, "Can I not do with you, Israel, as this us? does?" praise the Lord like clay in the end of the pot. So are you in my hand, Israel. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.